be in Joshua chapter 1 today. I'm excited just to, I'm going to preach from God's word. This is a, one of my favorite topics. I'm in the Bible, my favorite passages, and hopefully it won't go too long. <coughs> but again, I'm thankful to be here. I actually did not grow up in church myself. I'm from Indiana, and um, I was actually a bus kid. And grew up on the, going on the bus from about fourth grade to ninth grade, and I'm just so thankful for that. Uh, my family was not only in church, it wasn't the best, but I remember going to church just to get out of my house and just to get away. And I, I remember from about fourth grade to ninth grade just being at church. I was the bus kid there, and there was no really fruit in my life. I remember specifically there were many times of just, you know, on the bus, just uh, messing around, or times of prayer, just being that kid that was just disruptive. And my church just kept inviting me to church. They kept loving on me. And as a uh, high school, I was public school, uh, I got saved. And I praise the Lord for that. And just from then, I've seen God do amazing things to where, you know, my family was not really, you know, super supportive at first. They didn't like what the church was doing as I was growing for the first time. But um, over time, I've uh, got called to go to Pensacola Christian College and called a ministry. And I've seen God do amazing, amazing things. So, I mean, my family's not in church at all even today, but I've seen about eight of them come to Christ. I've seen just God do amazing things in my life. And I'm truly just so thankful for what I get to do. We'll be in Joshua chapter 1 today, and we're going to look at the blessings of just serving the Lord in my life, and I just look at Joshua 1, there's a lot of just really just amazing things in there that I hope is a blessing to you, you know, because in my life, I don't want to miss serving the Lord. I don't want to miss the blessings of it. I've, I've seen God do amazing things the last three and a half years of my uh, college life as I'm graduating this May, but the truth is that there's still more work that God wants to do. There's not a point now to I've done this so, so many years that, all right, I'm done, no, it isn't. God wants to use me today. And I can get so excited. Man, God's done so many amazing things, and I cannot wait to graduate and what God's going to do. But man, God wants to do a work in my life today, this week. And I don't want to miss that. And as I look at Joshua chapter 1, man, I was so encouraged reading it. And the truth is that, yes, I don't want to miss serving the Lord, but I don't want you to miss the joys that come with serving the Lord. I'm going to read Joshua chapter 1. Go ahead and look at verse number 1. The Bible says, Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, go. The idea today is that God wants you to serve him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just pray for this time now as we I look at your word. God, I know there's, it's been a longer night, Father, but I pray you'd help us, Lord, as any time your word is given or... Um, given to us, Father, is an opportunity, Father, to hear from you, and we know that you want to use your word tonight to change our life, Lord, to make us more like you. But, Father, I love you. I'm so thankful for this time. Help us to be a do of your word tonight, Lord, and I pray this all in your name. Amen. So I actually really like Joshua 1. So in Joshua, what's really cool is how you know, Moses was um, leading these, uh, the children of Israel to go to the promised land, but it says here in chapter 1 that Moses has died. And in a sense, now Moses is gone. Now someone else needs to fill that gap, fill his place. That's where God looks to, to Joshua here. In the same way that God um, wants to use Joshua to serve him, well, I want to encourage us that, hey, God wants you to serve him too. So today I'm going to look at three just quick um, words of uh, encouragement from the Lord as you know, God's trying to use these three areas here to try to encourage um, Joshua. And I hope they're an encouragement to you as well. So number one today, as you look at Joshua 1, number one is that God's calling you to serve him. God's calling you to serve him. Look at verse number one again. 
Now after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spake unto Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' minister, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now therefore arise, go over this Jordan, thou and all this people, unto the land which I do give to them, even to the children of Israel. The idea is that there are needs everywhere. And here in Joshua 1, we see a simple need is that, hey, Moses was leading these people uh, to the promised land. There's a big task, but Moses is gone. And now that Moses is gone, hey, somebody has to get, step up to the plate and fill that gap. So God looks to Joshua to fill that gap. In the same way that God's looking to Joshua, he's looking to you tonight. Maybe it's not leading these people, of course, but there's something in this world today that God wants you to do for him. You can look at the overall great uh, commission of spreading the gospel, of course. God wants all people, all Christians, to share the gospel daily to try to you know, reach people uh, for Christ. But even more specific than that, God may want you to get more involved in an area of ministry. Maybe God's calling you to, to preach and praise the Lord, but that's not all of us. Maybe it's um, helping more in the church you're at, here at First Baptist Church of Eaton. Maybe it's getting more involved with the bus ministry. I praise the Lord for the bus ministry. I would never have been in church if it wasn't for it. Maybe it's getting involved in the nursery or get, um, helping with this Friday, passing out those bags so maybe people can come to hear the gospel. I don't know what it is for you, but hey, God's calling you to serve him. And what a joy that is. I remember going to camp, and for the first time in my life, I experienced God do amazing things in my life. It was amazing to, you go, there's a counselor, and there's kids that are lost, and God wants to use that counselor to help bring them to Christ. I remember specific times as a counselor that there would be teenagers that would come that were just going through different things of depression and anxiety and hurt, and God used me to help them, to guide them to him, to his word, and that's amazing. The Bible says in Psalm 34, 8, it says, Oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. I say it a lot, but it's true that there's truly no greater joy in life than serving the Lord. In high school, I was very double-minded in my life, and I was very new to Christianity. And again, my family and my friends were very against it. You know, the church is a cult. They're brainwashing you, and that was hard. And so I, I, I would go to church, and I loved it, but I'd also go back to things of the world, and I, I liked it too. And the things of the world really left me, you know, I thought I would be happy doing them, but it left a lot of emptiness and bitterness and anger and hurt. But now as I've tried to serve the Lord uh, with my whole life the last few years, I've seen such joy, such peace that just passes anything I can even imagine. That's just what, some of the amazing things that come from serving the Lord. And tonight, I don't want you to miss that. I don't want you to miss what God has for you. Because remember, God wants you to serve him. God wants all the people of, of his church, of his body, to play their part in reaching this world for Christ. Maybe it's in your area, passing out tracts. Maybe it's praying more fervently for your church, for people that are lost. Remember, it's the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man. It availeth much. But that prayer can't really avail much if people aren't praying. So number one I'll look at today is that God's calling you to serve him. And I don't know what that looks like for you, but... Wherever it is, God wants to use you in a great and mighty way. So number one, God's calling you to serve him. And number two, I want to look at quickly, is God will comfort you as you serve him. Look at Joshua 1 in verse number 3. The Bible says, Every place that the sole of your foot shall tread upon, that have I given unto you, as I said unto Moses. From the wilderness and this Lebanon, even unto the great river, the river Euphrates, 
all the land of the Hittites and unto the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your coast. Verse number five, there shall not any man be able to stand before thee all the days of thy life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with thee. I will not fail thee nor forsake thee. Be strong and of a good courage. Verse number seven, only be thou strong and very courageous that thou mayest observe to do according to all the law which Moses, my servant, commanded thee. Uh, verse number nine, it says, Have not I commanded thee? Be strong and of a good courage. Be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed. For the Lord thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. The amazing idea is that, you know, yes, God's calling you to serve him, but as God's calling you to serve him, he's not going to leave you alone in that. You know, I mean, if I'm Joshua, that's a big task, calling me to, to lead these people to the promised land. I mean, that Moses did that. I can't do that. That's why God's telling Joshua, hey, I know Joshua, this is a big task for you, but don't worry. Just like the same way I was with Moses, I'll be with you. And that's so cool is that as we serve the Lord, whatever God's calling you to do, maybe it's, you know, to a place or to an area of ministry, God's going to be with you every step of the way. And that's super encouraging because there'll be days that it will be hard. It'll be tough and it's going to be just difficult. We have a flesh that there's no good thing in that, and Satan hates us serving the Lord. But we can be encouraged that, you know, despite all those things that are against us, Jesus is for us. He wants to help us along the way. So number two, I want to look at is that God wants to comfort you as you go to serve him. And when you guys saved, the amazing truth is that you have the Holy Spirit. You have God's word, and God's word is sufficient to help us, to, to be our guide in the Christian life. I love looking at different parts of the Bible. In Hebrews 11, there's an amazing passage there. It talks about the great hall of faith, we've said. And in Hebrews 11, is this a bunch of people that did amazing things for God. But the key phrase in Hebrews 11 is that it says it was by faith. These were men that just did great things for the Lord. I mean, amazing things. But the truth was, is they were just ordinary people. You know, look at Moses even. He had a stutter, a speech impediment. And God did great things in his life. And by faith, God wants to do the same thing for you. Man, look at Moses. Look what the Bible, look what God's done for them. What's well, the same God that we serve today? And he wants to help you. He wants to comfort you as you serve him. So number one, God is calling you to do something. He's calling you to serve him. And number two, yes, he's calling you, but he's going to comfort you every step of the way. And that's amazing. Then our third and final point, this is my favorite point, and number three, is because the idea is that, you know, Joshua wants to do well. He wants to do well as he, as a, it's a big task, and I mean, he doesn't want to fail. He wants to succeed. And all of us, whatever God's called us to do, whether it's pastor or preach or helping this ministry or whatever it is, we want to succeed. But we should want to succeed the way God defines success. You know, success is not a bunch of money. Success is not a bunch, you know, it's not climbing this corporate ladder. It's not, you know, getting this comfort of a home. That's not what success is. You know, look at Joshua 1, in verse number 8. The Bible says, This book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth, but thou shalt meditate therein day and night, that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. For then thou shalt make the way prosperous, and then thou shalt have good success. What's amazing about this passage, what's amazing about us as we serve the Lord, is that yes, it's a, it's a, maybe it's a big task, but God didn't leave us to fail. 
He's with us. And number three is this, that God confirmed you can have success through his word. God confirmed that you can have success. You can be successful in whatever it is God's calling you to do, but it's only found through his word. He's trying to tell Joshua that, hey, you know, you want to be successful in this, you have to get to a point, Joshua, to where this book, this Bible, God's word, is so in you, I mean, it's coming out of you. So much is coming in that you'll start doing things according to what God's word is saying. That's when you're going to be successful. That's when you're going to be all God wants you to be. Because the truth is, there's a lot of good, important things in our life today. I look at Mary and Martha uh, in Luke chapter 10, I believe. And I remember Martha was doing a lot of good things. She was coming about serving the Lord. But Jesus looks at her and says, Martha, you're doing this kind of wrong. And the truth was is that, yes, as we do a lot of good things for the Lord, that's great. But the most important thing in our life is our time with the Lord. And you hear that a lot. It's a basic Christian life, you know, thing that we say, hey, read the Bible, pray. But man, is it so true. Truly, there's nothing more important in your life and in my life than that daily we get in God's word. Because there are a lot of important things. It's important to, to work. It's important to get rest, to be there for your family. But there's nothing more important than that you spend time with the Lord. That's the most important relationship of your life. Is every day, I need, I need you, God. God, if I want to have a godly family, if I want to raise godly kids, if I want to have a good ministry, then God, I need your word. Because I, I don't know what I'm doing. Joshua, this is a big task. And if he wants to do it right, then he needs to seek God's face. Seek his word. And God promises, he confirms you can be successful. But it's only found through God's word. So as we look to close, close here, the question, the idea is very simple. How has your time with the Lord been? Well, I'm in church a lot. And praise the Lord, you go to church. Well, I help with ministry. Hey, praise the Lord for that. But the question is, is how is your personal time with the Lord? Maybe it's drier. Maybe it's been a couple of days. Hey, God is good. God loves you the same. And he wants you to, hey, don't look to the past. Start today. Because God wants to use you. There are people in your life that need you to start walking with the Lord so God can use you to guide them to Christ. I'm at college, and I love college. I love what I'm learning. But as Matthew was saying, there are a lot of people there that are not in it for the right reasons. They're missing it. I, go, I went there as a freshman thinking they all would be on fire for the Lord. And man, I was extremely wrong. I can't make you want to serve the Lord. I can't make you get in God's word. But the Bible promises that, hey, if you get in his word every day, if you let his word guide you in this life, man, God will do great things in your life. Remember, God wants to use you. I have family now that aren't saved. And man, I want to see them come to Christ. What's not going to help them is me doing what I want to do. If I really want my family to come to Christ, if I really want to see God do something amazing, I need to do my part and start planting those seeds. Start watering so that God can give the increase. But so often, what is every day is keep those seeds in our pocket. And days that go by, and God wants to use us to, to help the, the neighbor next door, to help that people at the gas station, or to help uh, strengthen the church. But we're too busy. We don't have time today. God, I mean, I have so much to do. I can't get in your word right now. How funny is it that, you know, as time gets busier, as life goes rapid fire, that we neglect the Lord. But there's nothing more important in that time than, than that. 
one of my favorite verses, and I'll close, is in Psalm 46.10. I love it. It says, be still and know that he is God. Life is busy. Life is fast. Man, God does not want you to miss serving him. Well, you serve him, yes, because you want to see God do a work. But the true joy of serving the Lord is that you get to serve the Lord. Remember, the Bible says that Paul had it right. You know, he's doing all these things was wise so that he can know him. You know, Philippians 3 talks about all this is for, for him. He's the prize that we're going after. Yes, I want my family to get saved. I want to see God use me. But what a joy it is to spend time with the Lord. What a joy is it that we can see just God work in our life. Be still. Take a moment to stop in the busyness, in the social media life that we have, in this, the rapid fireness of this holiday season. Just be still and stop and know. And don't waver in the fact that he is God. He's in control, and he wants to remind you that, hey, he loves you. And so often I forget to tell him that. It's God, I love you. I'm so thankful I get to serve you. I'm so thankful that despite my flaws, despite how much I get in the way, that God, you love me the same. And you want to use me to do great things for you. You don't need me, but he wants to use us. Number one, you know, like God's, God's calling you to do something. God's calling you to do something. Number two, not only is he calling you, he's going to comfort you. And number three, he's confirmed that you can have success through his word. Remember, God wants you to serve him. It's up to you. Arise, go. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, God, I just thank you for this short time as we um, spend a few moments in your word. I thank you for the other messages, Father. You know, we're all learning. We're all growing in this stage of life. We're learning about how to be the best um, givers of your word that we can be. But Father, help everyone here, including myself, to look past us, look past our flaws and the things that we need to work on. But God, this is your word. You want to use your word to help us, Father. You want to use it, not to say, mm, that was good. But God, your word is to change us to, transform us, to transform us to be more like you. So Father, I pray you bless this time. Help us to be doers of your word and help us to thank you, to thank you for how good you are and how you are worthy to be served. God, I'm so thankful that for this time. Bless it. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. I wonder if their heads bowed and our eyes closed. We're just going to stand quietly tonight. Before, before the piano begins to play, I just I want to say this with their heads bowed and our eyes closed. I don't think any of these guys knew what the other ones were going to preach. But every single one seemed like it kept going back to the same thing. That's your heart. Your heart. We can put on the facade. We can make everybody think that we're right. But what about your heart? What about your relationship with God? Is that truly right? Because if it's not, nothing else matters. Nothing else matters. And maybe there's somebody tonight, you know your heart's not right. You've you've put on a show in front of everybody else, and everybody might think you're right, but you know in your heart tonight you're not. I wonder tonight, maybe as the piano begins to play, Maybe God's speaking to your heart this evening. Maybe you need to come and pray or right there in your seat. How long are you just going to keep deceiving yourself? 
know God is trying to work in your hearts and you just keep pushing him away. You know what's right. Are you just going to keep hardening your heart to it? Saying, God, I don't care. When he cared enough for you to die on the cross for your sins, outward actions it's not about impressing the person next to you or your mom and dad or the pastor it's is your, is your heart right with God Bless you for being here tonight and appreciate the guys preaching this evening, um, all three very, very good messages and appreciate the, the work and the effort that they put into preparing those and uh, delivering them and I hope that um, we take heed to what they said. Um, it's the Word of God and every one of them brought truth from the Word of God that uh, spoke to my heart. I hope it spoke to yours as well and uh, just we need Christians to be serious about serving God. Um, we don't know how much longer we have. And so let's take the time that we have and be serious about it. Amen? Well, why don't you three guys, TJ, Jacob, Matthew, why don't you guys go to the back and let folks uh, shake your hand as you go out this evening and uh, make sure you let them know what a great job they did. And if you have a prayer request or something tonight, you can, you can just give that to Brother Joel uh, this evening and he'll post those on uh, the page uh, in the morning. And uh, then also, if you're interested in helping at the Whispering Christmas on Friday, if you could also let Brother Joel know about that. We still need about three or four people, I think, uh, to be able to do the, the Whispering Christmas on Friday. So if you could help, uh, please let them know, all right? And then don't forget, be back Sunday, uh, morning services, and then 6 o'clock for the candlelight service Christmas Eve. And just pray that God would bless during those services as well, all right? God bless you. Have a, a good evening and a great weekend. I know many are traveling, being with families and things. and so. 
uh, be in prayer for those as well. All right? Let's be dismissed in a word of prayer tonight. Brother Jake, would you dismiss in prayer, please?